This episode of the Press Road Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Developments, makers of Out of the Park Baseball 19, Franchise Hockey Manager 4, and MLB Manager 2018. Out of the Park Baseball 19 is our biggest and best version of Out of the Park Baseball yet, and that's saying something considering this Game 1 PC Metacritic Game of the Year just a couple of years ago. Uh, you can manage your favorite baseball team from the front office and the dugout. This year, all new 3D animations make your players come alive. You've got all the 2018 MLB opening day rosters, including all the real minor leagues. This game is fully licensed by Major League Baseball and the MLBPA and Minor League Baseball. And of course, we're making all sorts of cool updates during the year. And we're going to have quick starts from August 1st and September 1st coming in the next few patches. Plus, you can play any baseball team from any era ever the entire history of baseball is at your fingertips and brand new. We got a whole new way for you to just click a button and create a tournament, putting any teams together against any other teams throughout the entire history of baseball and all sorts of cool March Madness style brackets. And you can have eight teams or 24 teams or all sorts of numbers. It's unbelievable. And that doesn't even factor in your ability to build and customize your own completely fictional baseball world and play online. And of course, Later this year, Perfect Team, the all-new online mode is coming. We are so proud of Out of the Park Baseball 19, and we're also proud of the fact that not only can you get it on Steam, not only can you get it right from us at OTP Developments, not only can you get it on EA Origin, if you are an EA Origin Access or EA Origin Access Premier member, subscriber, it's right there for you right now. That's all you got to do. Out of the Park Baseball 19, Franchise Hockey Manager 4, MLB Manager 2018, and don't forget to watch our good friends T.J. Lowerman, a.k.a. That Sports Gamer, and uh, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Stangle J, and Adam Burnett. They stream Out of the Park Baseball and Franchise Hockey Manager Live every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on twitch.tv slash OTP Developments, and everything is backed up to our YouTube page. My goodness, so much great stuff happening. Please go check out Out of the Park Baseball 19, Franchise Hockey Manager 4, and on your uh, mobile devices, MLB Manager 2018. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the show. Well, we're now past Madden's release, Madden NFL 19. It's been a couple weeks now if you count that EA Access period. So we've settled into Madden a little bit after our last two shows, the first one being Initial Impressions, second one being the Review Roundtable. So this episode, I'm sure there's going to be a little more Madden talk, but we're going to also focus on some of the games that are really upcoming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's coming up on us quick. Uh, for the release of several games, uh, especially two NBA games and one of the soccer games. So we'll be talking more about the latest developments on those. But first, I'm Brian Weed, I Pasta Padre, and with me is Rich Grisham. And like we usually do, Rich, let's you know start off the show. You tell me what you've been up to lately. What have you been playing? And where, you know, other than Canada, have you been? Well, yes, I did go to Canada. Uh, uh, for a couple of days this week, visited uh, many of our Canadian friends like uh, Snaggle J and Night Attack and Corey S.A. and uh, Andrew Clapred and and all sorts of uh, and Stuart and all sorts of great Canadian folks. We had a big uh, yeah, big con- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I was there where all those people live. And uh, was was, you know, it's a very American thing, Brian. But when you're standing outside and it's 85 to 90 degrees outside, and you're looking at the temperatures and they're in the 20s, you're like, what? 
This does not make sense. Yeah, these numbers. Your conversion, you had trouble with the conversion. And it really wasn't trouble so much as just, uh, just you know, it's strange that two measurements could be so different, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, of course, everybody very correctly is like, what are you talking about? You know, this is how the rest of the world does right. it. You Americans have your weird measurements, and they're totally right. But nothing triggers my Canadian friends like when I pretend to make fun of their uh, of their temperature system. It's just, it's great. I love it. I love the responses. They're, they, they're such they, good uh, they also use kilometers instead of miles, right? Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Whenever yeah. I go up there, I just don't know how fast I'm going. I don't know how far anything is. And I have no idea you know, what the weather's like if I'm not standing outside in the middle of it. Again, which is what I was last week. And, like, you know, I was just standing at a outside of the airport, but we were outside. You know, it's super hot. And, you know, the, the weather... Uh, the the weather you know on the big electronic board you know had it in the twenties and it's just it's just a weird situation for someone who doesn't you know live in the uh, Celsius world. We I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. It's called Google. what's that? It's called Google. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It works in Canada also. Well, <laughs> it wasn't so much trying to determine it. It's just you know like if you walk through New York City in uh, you know at Christmas time, you know you think in twenties, right? Snow on the ground, not. Not hot and sunny. It was just okay. fun. Uh, but, Brian, all right. I guess this is a, as as good a time as any. Uh, you got to say, uh, I have a uh, confession to make. Okay. To you and to the thousands of listeners to the we're show. Here. We're here for you. <sighs> this is tough. Um, for the past week, I have been playing Madden on... Pro difficulty in arcade mode. Mm. Okay, so this is a whole different turn from you using the Cowboys. This is changing the game, fundamentally changing the game. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I'm not I'm not going to uh, criticize you for it. I'd, I'd like to hear your reasoning, but I also have some opinions on difficulty and and the uh, gameplay style. Well, good, because I think. Um, I, w- I want to talk about this. So first, if you remember last week, I finished my regular season with the Eagles at eight and eight with a couple of, you know, I don't know, six or seven devastating injuries. Both Which, my quarterbacks out. I have to I have to jump in here, Rich, because I did you happen to see Nick Foles got hurt in the preseason? Of game? course. I was going to say it is following your preseason decimation of quarterbacks almost uh, with with Foles getting hurt early in, in your preseason, too. And the irony is that I never watch preseason football, but oh, no. the Eagles have never been the defending Super Bowl champion. So mm-hmm. it's like any chance to see him, you're like, yeah, sure. And of course, I tune in, and and the Eagles were t- terrible tonight against the Patriots, and and the Eagles' offense was pretty much terrible, including Foles getting strip sacked and and shoulder injured. You know, the pop up tent goes up, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. Now the good thing is the Eagles have like seven other quarterbacks on the roster, so. You know, but it's funny. It's not funny. It's just, you know, it's football. But when when they trotted Foles back out there for that last series, you know, it was going into the second quarter. And uh, I was thinking to myself, I don't – and this is not hindsight. This is me at the time saying I wouldn't put Foles out there. I don't care that they've looked terrible. doesn't matter. This game doesn't matter. Let's let's take it up, you know, go back to practice and do it next week. But he went out there and, and that, that play happened. I'm not criticizing Peterson. It's just like I was. I distinctly said to myself, yeah. I would not do that. So 
So yeah, I, uh, I I limped to an eight and eight finish, and I won the division, and I made the playoffs only because everyone else in my division was terrible. I haven't even gone to the playoff game because I just I I was not enjoying myself. Everybody was getting hurt. I'm terrible at the game, and I know how to play football. I know what I want to do. I want to run the ball up the middle. I want to control the line of scrimmage. I want to win time of possession. You know, I want to 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 play make make smart conservative passes that move the chains four five, six yards at a time. Uh, you know, I, I know what I want to do and I try to do it. And so I didn't play the playoff game cause I just had a, a bad taste in my mouth, uh, based on the season. I will go back and play it. I'm going to, but then I, I, I said, all right, you know, what, let me just, let me just start a season on pro still simulation mode. And I played two or three games and I won the games. Uh, but I wasn't, Still wasn't having fun, still struggling numbers wise. Like at one of the games I won was week two against Tampa, six to three in overtime. And so it, it, my defense was playing better, but my offense still wasn't getting it done. And, and after three, two or three games of that, I said, you know what? I just, I've never played this arcade mode. Like I've literally never played it. I've always just played all pro simulation since that's been the option. What are we on three years of this now with this sort of combination? Do I have that right, Brian? Uh, this is either year two or year. No, this is either. Year, yeah, I think this is year three. I think it's year three. Yeah. Right. So this is the first time I've ever said to myself, I wonder what it's like to go play on arcade mode and then certainly never play competitive. So, again, I was just struggling and not having fun. So I said, you know what? I'm I'm going for it. I'm going for it, Brian. I'm going to put it on pro arcade. And if I can't start having fun, then, you know, I'm only going to play this game when it's our, you know, our league that we're going to have. And I have played six games so far and I'm having a blast because I'm playing the game exactly the same way on, on pro and arcade as I'm playing it on all pro and simulation, I'm playing it exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. I, I'm calling the same types of plays inside runs, you know, uh, thrown in my wide outs on, on curls and crosses and hitting my tight end Zach Ertz. but I'm just actually able to be successful playing an arcade. And, and it's not a wildly different game, but it's a no. really different game. It's a really different game, though. It's 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 not crazy different, yeah. but it's very different. Like just like uh, for example, Jay Ajay, my running back, I cannot move the ball with him on all pro um, and simulation. Just can't do it. And and I, I've got a whole season of not doing it. You know, he'll get twenty five to forty yards a game. He is a he's a monster on arcade. Like he'll get hit once, and more often than not, he'll be able to fight through that first hit and get another two to three to four yards. There's a lot more leaning forward and getting first downs, for example, when you're near the first down marker, uh, both running and receiving in this. Just I'm able to make the passes and my guys catch them more often. I still am throwing interception, but not nearly as much. I mean, mm -hmm. my, my ratio of touchdown to interception is probably seven to two in, or maybe even higher. Like I can even pull it up as I'm looking at it. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's not a completely different game, 
but it's a different game playing on arcade and it's just fun. It's like the games I used to play. It's like the football games we used to play. It's not, not silliness or over the top, but just arcadey. Just like the, the, the name says, it's just your players, my player, my receivers I, are making many more plays. I'm also given tons of breaks on interceptions. Like all the interceptions I'm throwing, I'm still throwing the same passes, Brian. They're just not getting intercepted on our kid. <laughs> like they're bouncing off the guy's hands or, you know, my receiver closes and actually makes the catch. Yeah. You know, every once in a while I can put it up deep and against, you know, against single coverage, which I can never make the connection in all pro and simulation. On single coverage deep, I throw it up there, and more often than not, Alshon Jeffrey or um, or um, Mike. I, oh my gosh, I'm I'm spacing on the the new the new wideout uh, from the Steelers um, for the Eagles. Uh, either anyway, I, I throw Wallace? it up there. Yes, Wallace or Jeffries will go get it and come down with it. Like it's just, I'm having a blast. I'm winning all the games. Um, a couple of games have been big time blowouts, right? And a couple of times I've just run up the score because frankly, it's been so long since I've done that. It's just been fun. And I'm, I'm still coming to grips with it. Like I'm still sort of, as mm. I say, I'm playing the game the same way. And the, the way that I play bad is extremely conservative. And, and I'm realizing that I don't have to be so conservative. You know, I can, I can throw some verticals and throw it up there. My guys might go get it sometimes, you know, or I can, I can, I don't know. I'm just, Okay, so I'm having fun, Brian. I'm having fun. Hey, that's the point. Uh, but yeah, I went back and looked, and so this is year two of having arcade simulation or competitive, just year two. And uh, what I wrote in my review at Madden 18 kind of carries over, and that's there aren't huge differences between the three. They're uh, pretty subtle differences. It's not like you put it on arcade and you're playing you know, NFL Street. Uh, it's still fundamentally the same game it still holds on to the rules it still holds on to uh you know the physics real life physics and all that but it's more yes. for, it's more forgiving it's you, much more forgiving you will to me. see bigger plays more sensational yes. plays uh but that's not necessarily a bad thing uh in, in some cases i would say that's actually needed in the game of madness some of those more spectacular type whoa did that just happen type play uh, so last year, and I've, I've said this on the podcast in recent weeks too, when, when people have asked about, you know, if, if you're not real accustomed to playing Madden or you don't know football all that well, what do you do? And I said, well, one of the first things you should do is when you play the, the standard game, other than doing things like story mode and, and the, the skill games and all that, but uh, when, when you play the full game of Madden, put it on like pro or whatever, and arcade, with arcade being the, the key there, because it, you are going to get away with a little more stuff. You are going to have those bigger play, type plays, those um, wow, I can't believe what just happened type plays happen, you know, occur. So um, I, I don't think that's a, a bad thing, Rich. And I have honestly thought about, for our league, which I'm in the process of setting up for our online franchise, uh, putting it on all pro maybe adjusting sliders slightly with that, but on arcade. The only downside is, unless they... I didn't check to see if they added the option this year, is that arcade means no injuries, I think. It also means no penalties, and... 
I have uh, a, no problem with either of those things. Well, Seriously. The injuries, the injuries thing, though, okay, so I can understand if the injuries are imbalanced, uh, if there's an issue with that. But uh, the part of managing your team is, you know, putting together depth. I if agree. You, if you're never, the other thing is fatigue. I'm not, I don't think it uses uh, fatigue. It might not um, use fatigue, but I'm telling you, after I give the ball to JHI three or four times, right. he does come out. Like he does. You well, know, now I okay. don't know if that's, a, that's because a, of the formation. Yeah. Because yeah, Sproles, yeah. you know, is my guy, but Ajay is in the game a lot more. Well, he's in probably arcade. he's probably considered your lead back, and you probably oh, have yeah. him in your depth chart as your uh, as yeah. your power back, and then you might have somebody else in as your third down back. So which Sproles would come in more, pa- yeah, he would be in you know, passing type formations, uh, third and long, um, you know, some something like that, uh, or you know, but. So that, that could be what's happening there, but I just worry if that's the case for the league, uh, do you care about depth on a team if you never have to worry about fatigue and injuries and all that? So it, well, it reduces some of the man, the strategical and managerial stuff that we would normally, you know, like, why do I care about drafting a, you know, a, a, a third string running back? Other than maybe developing them, but if they're never going to see the field, or what? I don't. I only need five offensive linemen because no, none of them are ever going to get injured. You know, that's the that's the thing that I worry about with that. But otherwise, the arcade thing, I think it could actually be fun in a league. Uh, it'd be a little daring, and maybe if we didn't like it after a few weeks, we could scrap it. And maybe well, everybody who who's going to be in our league, which is a fairly small group, uh, would be opposed to this idea. I have not proposed it. But uh, it is. Can, are you I've sure you about. can do it? Yeah. Right, like it is an option. You can definitely yeah. choose that as an option. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's that's just been on my mind because I think it is more forgiving, like I said, and it's going to give you the bigger no plays. Now, look, we've already had people in our leagues that run up stats and <laughs> yeah, and and manipulate other you know other things that can be manipulated. Uh, so I'm not sure if we're real worried about realistic stats and all that. But if we did seven, seven to eight minute quarters with a with a uh, with the the clock running down to like 18 seconds after each play, you know, and if there are a bunch more offensive plays, then maybe it will actually look fairly realistic at the end of the season. I don't know, but uh, it'd be interesting. You know, I see a lot of crazy stuff happen in the arcade setting against the CPU. And if we were playing against somebody else, would they get angry if that happened to them? <laughs> you know, those kind of things. I don't know. But well, uh, it, it is on my mind because there are some frustrations. There's definitely frustrations out there, especially with running the ball, uh, which I've had you know, mixed success. Some games I, I can uh, uh, be effective on the ground. Others I really struggle. And a lot of people seem to struggle all the time with that. Uh, so uh, that's probably going to be patched at some point to a certain extent. But... Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, on arcade it would it would just feel like in in a strange way it would feel more realistic to see more broken tackles and things of that nature. Well, it's more of a video game, and I mean that in all the best in, in all the the right ways. And again, it, it's like I don't feel like I'm playing Madden on the Sega, uh, but I really do feel like for the first time in a while, it's subtle but it's real how it's like more video gamey and i just like that you know it just has a little bit more of the oh yeah boom you know just shuffle a guy off there bam you you got rid of that guy boom you dove into the end zone touchdown like this it's just like that it's 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 more i keep going back to it's more fun 
And and it's not so much more fun to your point that it's not football. It's still football. Like some of the games, I'm you know it takes me till the end of the game. Now, granted, I also sim a lot of the defense, a lot of the defense, because you know I don't really want to play a game for 45 minutes. I sim sim a healthy amount of the defense. Um, and the and I don't know if this is just a uh, one of the reasons I've won the game so so much is in a couple of games I've run up to score, but a couple of games I haven't. But my defense has consistently the Eagles defense has consistently really kept opponent scores down. Um, so like there's a game uh, I won a couple of games like you know forty four to seven and 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 thirty eight to three. There's a couple of games were like twenty four fourteen, and there was one game where I won seventeen to fourteen. So. Um, it's it's like I keep saying, you know, it, it's 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 an interesting, very video gamey thing. And I would be totally into giving a one season, you know, online league shot with with it on arcade with no injuries uh, and and see if we wanted to keep going after a year. But at least say, hey, for a year. Right. We're going to do a franchise. Yeah. Right. But we're going to do it as a franchise in arcade mode. And see what happens because you still players get older, contracts expire. You got to have a draft. You got to replenish players. It's just a different way to manage your team. You just basically go for having the best starters as opposed to having the best depth. And it's just that's just a different kind of a thing that you do. I don't know. I'm totally in for that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, totally. I just anticipate. So we'd have some cool plays to GIF and put on uh, Twitter and all that. But I just anticipate like, hey, wow, look at this play that just happened in our league. I beat Rich with this. And then people will be like, oh, you bums are playing on arcade, huh? That's right. Well, again, I know I'm going to hear from some people. I know it's controversial. Like I said, I don't think there's I don't think it dumbs the game down, really. It just uh, it's not like putting it on rookie. That's a totally different thing. Now, I'm more questionable of you putting on pro. I think if you actually put it on all pro, but kept it on arcade, I think you would probably find it'd be slightly more challenging. But and maybe the CPU would be a little more competent. Uh, but otherwise, I think you would find that it was uh, pretty balanced, pretty fair, because I think that's that's what I would look at. I will probably go undefeated on pro arcade. I don't know if I would go undefeated on all pro arcade, but I would hope that I would still have a very good season. And that's probably the right setting for me. But I'm at this point, like playing on pro, you know, it's it's almost like cheating, but not completely. Because, again, sometimes I, you know, I don't just go roll up and down the field. Sometimes I got to punt, you know, I still get sacked sometimes. But I just have overall everybody's better. Wentz is better. Like, I feel like I'm playing with Carson Wentz. You know, I can run with him sometimes. I don't abuse it because, you know, I don't I don't want to. Right. Because you can even even if you're not going to get injured, if you run with your quarterback, you can still easily fumble. Right. Or throw a bad pass or something. Mm. Um, you know, but just I, I feel like I'm playing with the Eagles like and I Wentz for sure. Uh, Ajay is really powerful in arcade. The Eagles offensive line is just better in arcade. It's fun. And I'm going to keep on doing it. And then I'll probably, to your point, uh, especially if that's the setting for our league, then I'll, I'll do another one or I'll make an adjustment and make it all yeah. pro in our game. I, I'm thinking it actually makes a lot of sense. If we did this real early league on, on arcade with these early rosters and everything, and then if we decide to scrap it at some point down the line, then we could start up the league under simulation, but with updated in-season rosters, post patches you know things like that where when the game's playing a little cleaner 
and maybe it'd be a little more balanced by then and then we just roll with that at that point so i think that actually makes a lot of sense now i just have to make sure everybody's on board with it yeah i think they will be it'll right. be fun it'll be different right like what's wrong with doing something a little different no big deal let's do it we're going because we're going to be criticized heavily on the internet rich well that's going to happen anyway so <laughs> you know yes absolutely i mean that's inevitable um, all right. So besides Madden, did you have anything else you wanted to uh, talk about having played or? Well, I'm I'm only about seven or eight games away from the end of my MLB The Show season. Oh, yes. OK. I, I, I have you been you're making a playoff run. I am making a playoff run. I am right now with seven or eight games left. I have the top wild card seed as the Mets, but I'm only like a half game to a game ahead of the team behind me and only a game and a half ahead of the, the team behind them. So there's a three-way race for two, for the two wild card spots as well as for the home game. Mm-hmm. There, you know, I've, the, the Nationals have already clinched the division. And I'm probably 10 or 11 or 12 and a half games back of them. But I've got a good record. I think I'm like, you know, 18 to 20 games over 500, something like that. Um, and uh, and, and the, basically the reason is twofold. Number one uh, the Mets were not beset by the injuries that always happen to them every year, except 2015. Um, so that that's helpful. So basically, um, Syndergaard and Degrom and Mats and Wheeler have all thrown basically for the whole season. And uh, I play a lock with Ioannis Cespedes, who's been playing all year long, unlike the real Ioannis Cespedes, who has not played <laughs> at all and will not be playing for the team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the fifth or the sixth or the seventh inning, depending upon what's going on, I do all, not all, but a lot of this on my treadmill. Although a couple times at night, you know, my last game going to bed before or last game before going to bed for, you know, a long time was pro Evo. Uh, but it's kind of been MLB the show. Cause I've been in the, you know, in the pennant race and stuff. Uh, and, and so just, yeah, I, I'm only, like I said, six, seven, eight games left in the season. I feel good about making the playoffs, but I don't control the whole thing. But I do know, or I don't know, but I, my plan is to stream my playoff game, which I will play um, the full nine innings, for better or for worse. Oh, boy. Yeah. You're going to be able to hit? Yeah, because I put it on easy now. Because I'm done. Like, I, I'm done battling. And I and to me, this is not like Madden, like where I have never done it. MLB The Show... I'm playing this game on a treadmill. Like I'm putting it on like whatever. It's not the easiest, easiest, but right above it. I don't know what it is. Intermediate veteran. Sure. It, yeah. it it was rookie for a while and, and then I upped it, but you know, I can't hit, but I can hit enough to where I'm having a good time. I can always pitch. Pitching is always, always easy. So oh, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. No? And so, yeah, that's the other game that I'm playing in MLB The Show. You know, I've been uh, continuing to dabble in FIFA. Uh, I haven't played Pro Evo in a bit because I played three complete uh, seasons, three complete campaigns, and uh, did everything except go undefeated in my third year. So I've, I've, uh, I'm just ready for the next Pro Evo and ready for the next FIFA. So been uh, all Madden and uh, all MLB The Show last week or so. Yeah. Well... Can't go wrong with that. Uh, we're, you know, we're at, we're nearing the you know the stretch run of the baseball season, and now yeah, your now Mariners, dude. Pretty, What's going uh, on with them? I I swing from hating them to <laughs> to being excited about them pretty much on like a everyday basis. 
Yeah, um, that is. Hey, look, it's fun to be in. It's not a pennant race per se, but it's fun to be in a playoff race. Well, yeah. you should enjoy it because the Mets had a run in 2015 and they've been terrible. They were terrible for many years before that. Mm-hmm. And for the last couple of years uh, after yeah, it. Yeah, But it's been, what, 17 years or something since making the right. playoffs. Right. Oh. And so they very often over those years, they've teased at certain points and yes. you start to think it's going to happen. And yes. then it does. And then it all right. falls apart. And it did that already, that falling apart already happened. I actually think the Mariners are not chasing the A's anymore. I think they're chasing the Astros. Uh, the Astros are struggling and, uh, they've got a lot of injuries and, uh, Mariners went in there and swept, swept them at Houston in a four game series. Uh, and Edwin Diaz closed off all four games. That was pretty encouraging. And then they went and lost the first two to the A's. Uh, and I threw like, and I just, every, like I said, every couple days, I pretty much swear them off and say, I'm not watching any more baseball this year. Yep. But then there's nothing else on TV, so I can't help no. it. There's oh. nothing. There's nothing. I remind it every day. Yeah. That's the other reason I watch the Eagles preseason game. I never watch preseason football. I don't like it. Nothing good can ever happen. But there's nothing else on. Because yeah. if your baseball team stinks or you're mad at baseball, or even if you're not, there's nothing. But, I mean, I love baseball. But, you know, I'm I'm not watching a think, lot of baseball right now. I'm playing a lot of baseball, yeah. <laughs> playing a lot of uh, the show and out of the park, but I'm certainly not watching it. I'm not sure I like baseball anymore. <laughs> like, uh, I I talked to my brother about this. I'm like, I don't think I have the patience for it in some ways. It's like uh, in NFL, you got to wait a week or whatever. The season's a couple months long. In the NBA, well, screw the NBA. I lost my team. Uh, but like things are uh, in other sports, things are at a much quicker pace uh, with the exception of maybe soccer. So, uh, so in baseball, it's like when you're struggling and when I see the Mariners are like taking a turn for the worse and it just, it just so happens so slowly, but you know, it's happening and you can't avoid it, you know? And so I just like for weeks, like, Oh, I it's just dreading everything. Mm. Uh, and then, Oh, I don't know. It's just it's it takes a toll on me mm. that I'm happy that football comes back. Yeah, so clearly it, it, it's it's taking a toll on it. <laughs> I mean, baseball is a different game. You know, it's slow paced. It It's strange. There's no clock. It's it's just its own thing. And, you know, I've actually come to like that. Now, that doesn't mean I sit down and watch a lot of baseball these days, but I certainly come to playoffs, especially like there's nothing better than baseball playoffs because oh, yeah. well, you're 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 resting on every pitch everything every yeah you know it's just it's so tense like i watch those Wait. playoff games and it's incredibly tense even when it's and i don't care game. who's in the games i don't care who's in the games they're all great yeah. you know whoever who's playing if you like baseball in any way the difference between the regular season when your team is out of it and then when they turn the lights on for the playoffs, the baseball playoffs, they have it so good. They, they just yeah. – I hope they don't mess with this formula. Like I don't love the expanded playoffs from what it was when I was a kid. And you know what, I, what it was when I was a kid was you know the ALCS and the NLCS, which was, of course, to the people that were 15 and 20 years older than me, an abomination because back in their day, it was only the, whoever won the American League versus whoever won the National League. So if it were me, I would go back to what I knew and appreciated, which was just the the two league championship series. But I I digress. This formula now with the two wild cards, 
I actually prefer that to the single wild card because if you remember, Brian, for many years, the team that won the one wild card won the World Series mm-hmm. or certainly won the pennant because it, it, it that team was inevitably whoever was the hottest or truly one of the two best teams in, in baseball and just happened to be you know stuck in a, in a division where there was somebody a couple right. games better. Yeah. Now, with the two wild cards having to fight each other just to then – play the number one seed and then having the oh. other winners battle each other. Yeah. It's really good. It's if you're going to have it, this is the right way. It's much better than the one wild card spot. It's, it's much better because the most important thing happens. And that is the team that over the course of a 162 game season earns the right to have the best record. They should have an advantage and having that advantage of not having to face the number one pitcher to me is is like the icing on the cake of why this is the best. This formula is the best formula considering all the other options. Yeah, and they're going to expand it sooner or later. So, <laughs> so hopefully that hopefully that doesn't screw everything up. Um, I think they'll keep this. Yeah, really. You don't think they're going to add another? I think that's I almost think certain. So. No, I mean it could be, and I could be out of the loop. But I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it already takes what a month to do the playoffs. Like, if you expand it any well, look more, at the NBA. The NBA, the NBA's postseason is like as long as its regular season almost. Yeah, but it's been that way forever. I yeah. mean, you know, it's been. I mean, the only difference between the NBA postseason today versus what it was when I was a kid in the '80s is the first round is is. Uh, not a best of five it's best of seven that's the only difference it's the same number of teams right in baseball when i was a kid it was just four teams total in the playoffs and now it's blown up to 10 there's not that many is it 10 no one two three four five ten yeah Yeah. ten yeah ten total right like it's more than doubled in the nba it stayed the same number so no i don't think there's any more room to expand Unless you start knocking the number of regular season games, which, by the way, if you expand the playoffs, you should reduce the number of regular season games. Because with every expansion of the playoffs, you reduce the value of the regular season anyway. Yeah, I I would agree with doing that, too. I think there's going to be some changes, too, because they're probably going to add expansions teams to to MLB in the next five to ten years. So um, that'll throw things out of whack, too, as far as divisions and... Uh, so that could affect the playoffs. And anyway, uh, that's enough uh, of our baseball talk, Rich. <laughs> let's let's talk about some games that are coming up. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, basketball games or soccer games? Let's go basketball. All right. So NBA Live uh, 19 is just, geez, and NBA 2K19 are just a couple weeks away, really. Uh, September 7th uh, for their releases. And there's a, there are opportunities coming up here even sooner to, to try them out in different forms. NBA Live's demo is coming very soon. Uh, that I believe it's next week. And then NBA 2K's prologue comes the week after at the end of August here. And uh, so they, you know, we're certainly at a point where they're starting to... Well, they've been putting out some information, but they're kind of rounding it out. Now, NBA Live has really centered on it's the one mode, which is the the career mode, uh, which was definitely the the strength of NBA Live 18. 
but that's pretty much all they've talked about. So it's kind of curious that the the actual NBA side of things and franchise mode uh, have not really gotten talked about at all. Uh, and here we are just a few weeks out. NBA 2K has gone into depth on uh, areas like it's two, you know, it's multiple franchise modes, uh, my league and my GM, and it also went into its my team mode recently. But that too hasn't shown any gameplay. Uh, they haven't talked about their story mode slash all their online modes that are tied into it, nor have they gone into what, if any, changes they've done to their virtual currency system, which was uh, the object of such criticism last year. Uh, so what do you, when you look at these games, Rich, what are you thinking about right now just a few weeks out? I'm thinking and hoping that uh, both of them do really well. And I think that, uh, well, we know that NBA 2K is going to do really well. It's really the wild card of NBA Live. You know, it, I know I live in the sports game world as far as who I follow on social media, right? Not exclusively, but certainly a lot of people who love sports video games, as, as anybody can imagine, based upon the fact that we've done this for so long. You know, maybe it's just because of that, but I feel a palpable noise coming from nba live and and again they're doing coming this from a different angle different little things obviously the whole court creation that was a big thing that came out that i saw a few guys tweeting like good game bro and mills gaming tv right about this stuff look you know it's interesting it's it's cool it's different it's creative uh, i saw one of the uh, program managers mention that all right basically you know this game is getting wrapped up and ready for shipping very excited about it um, you know, Steve uh, from Operation Sports posted a, uh, a comparison of Russell Westbrook's, you know, how he appeared in NBA Live 14 versus 19. <laughs> the difference is staggering. Like, if you probably put NBA 2K, you know, five years apart, differences between NBA Live, the differences would be much less than 2K. Um so I'm hearing some stuff around that. I'm obviously going to get I'm going to get to play NBA 2K through EA Access. I'm interested in it. Live, that is. Sorry, I'm interested in in NBA Live. I didn't play it a lot last year. I didn't buy it. I played it on EA Access and then didn't anymore. I'm a big, you know, a student of business. I I follow the economy. Things are really in a lot of places, particularly in retail and consumer spending really good. Right now, really high, you know, positive return, significantly higher spending nowadays than there was two and three and four years ago on things like entertainment and going out to eat and stuff like that. Like, I'm hoping that that a lot of people buy and enjoy NBA Live, and I'm hoping a lot of people buy and enjoy NBA 2K. I know they will 2K. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm. it'll be very interesting to see whether – because of the environment we're in, if two big-time games can be supported. Because you could argue in soccer that two big-time games are supported, but we also know that FIFA just completely dominates in in numbers pro-evolution. And we know that basically there's the inverse kind of relationship with 2K and live. 2K completely dominates uh, live in sales. You know, will I, I don't think many, if any, people think that NBA Live can or will material take materially take away market share from NBA 2K, but it's more of can just you know can they can they survive and maybe even start to get closer to to thriving not necessarily right away but uh, 
how well can they do? Fascinating to, to watch unfold. I'm expecting I'm expecting NBA Live to be good. Hmm. Uh, it was pretty good last year. I'm expecting it to be good. And if it's not, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. I'm not saying good enough to make me want to pay 30 or 40 or 50 bucks for it. Because, again, I'm going to get it through EA Access for at least 10 hours anyway. Right? And, and there's a lot of games competing for my attention. But I'm expecting to play it and think, yeah, this is a, this is a good game. Yeah, NBA Live, you know, I, I don't think it's going to benefit from 2K, any issues that people have with 2K. Uh, it has to be its own thing, and they've they've tried to do that with the one, and I wonder if they've gone too far with that. They've alienated, I think, to an extent, uh, people who are looking for an NBA game, <laughs> which Live really wasn't an NBA game last year, uh, but... It does have potential, and uh, I liked the game last year, uh, mainly to play the one. And it was definitely the more accessible of the basketball games. It was the more uh, inviting of them, particularly not just with gameplay, but with its ultimate team mode versus NBA 2K's version of that. Uh, It's just a matter of getting enough people to play the game. And NBA Live, you've already had a chance to buy it for 40 bucks or 36 bucks uh, when they were offering that that deal back a uh, month or so ago. Uh, so, so you know, they're going to be able to battle on, on the price front also. But as we saw last year, people don't buy a game just because it's a cheaper game if there's a competitor that they like more. And so NBA Live faces the, the, the truth here that NBA 2K is just, it's a first, if you want to spend 60 bucks or close to it, uh, NBA 2K is going to give you a whole lot more than NBA Live does. That doesn't mean that some people won't prefer Live uh, if they have certain modes that they like more. Like I, I do think the one mode is much better than 2K's uh, career mode, in part because it didn't uh, push microtransactions on people and it let let them actually enjoy the mode without paying extra money to do it. Uh, but 2K, if you like if you like franchise modes, you've got to. There's no doubt you have to go with 2K, which has not only you know an incredible uh, my league mode which is super customizable has no microtransactions in it one of the few areas of 2k that doesn't but then you look at how much stuff they put into it for this year including making it a a, a true online uh, my league with all the features that are fe- that are, that are found offline uh, that's a big deal and not something that NBA Live's going to have. And so hopefully, you know, we have to wait. We have to see with these things if it actually works. Uh, but if it does, that's a big deal, obviously, for people who love franchise modes. So I am looking forward to seeing this battle this year, but they're really fighting yep. it on different fronts. Right. Uh, I well, do, I don't and, feel like they're competing games. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think, and this is hyperbole, but I'll say it anyway, for a lot of people like us, Brian, it's going to be, do I get one or do I get two? And the one is going to be constant NBA 2K, right? It's not, am I going to get one or the other? I think it's going to be, am I going to get live? Because I'm definitely getting 2K. Is there going to be, you know, am I going to, whether through a subscription service or whether through paying the 40 bucks or the 50 bucks for it, am I just going to spend that extra money for the second second game? Mm Mm-hmm. I think a bunch of people will. I don't know if it's going to be enough to uh, to to make a, a dent. I mean, I know the sales numbers from what two years ago were really bad. Do we have any clue? I don't have any idea what the sales numbers were for last year. Well, better, but 
you have to take into account that the <laughs> that quite a few of the sales were when the game was five dollars. Uh, so you know, it's it's hard. Only EA would know how financially that turned out. I mean, right. the sales numbers did go up. It was not anywhere. You know, it's like two or three percent of what NBA Two K sold. But you also have to consider. Uh, whether you know what price point those were bought at and is if somebody who bought nba live 18 at five dollars are they a likely consumer pickup of nba live 19 at 60 dollars or 50 dollars or 40 well no possibly not or probably no but if you're any any kind of an nba live fan at all like you already mentioned right they gave you the opportunity if you basically had nba live just in the in you could say hey let me go pre-order NBA Live 19 for what was it? 40 15 or bucks. 36 for, with yeah, it was a yeah. it, right. It was a, it was a 50 percent discount or 40 percent or something like that. So maybe I mean you know the the there's a, a saying right in sales. It's a lot easier to to get a, an existing customer to buy something than to go get a new one. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody has played the game and they like it, and then they have an opportunity, oh my gosh, you can get it for that much off. It's, it's, it's a much less of a path to resistance, um, you know, than it is to to try to get someone who hasn't already at least made the commitment to to buy the game and play it and download it. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, I think it's pretty much a it's a one or is it a two? But it's it's if you're in the the NBA sports video game world you're definitely getting nba 2k um and like i said a, a lot of us will will play it through ea access and uh, i'll be surprised if i have the time and the inclination to to spend more than 10 hours with it but it's possible i'm not going to dismiss it out of hand because every year brian some things stay the same and some things are different i'm more into fifa now than I was the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it's because I played some online in our online league, uh, but a lot of it is just because FIFA's gotten better. It's still not as good as Pro Evo, but it's, it continues to get better, and I'm really interested in this year's FIFA. So, you know, things go up and down. It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm certainly going to give live a chance, but uh, it's going to have to be something special, to, I think, to maintain my attention. And I think there, there's a lot of people out there like that. So, good spot to transition since you talked about FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer. Those are the other two games that really are, you could say, competing. Again, maybe not on a, the sales front, but uh, in, in terms of the sport being both credible, uh, if not, well, I think they're both much better than just credible uh, soccer games for, for sports fans to consider. And uh, what, what's interesting this year is they're not releasing right around the same time. Pro Evolution Soccer now is August 28th release, and FIFA is the end of September. So we've got a, a month gap, and, and I'll say my little theory here. FIFA 18, still not in the EA Access Vault. We've never seen a sports game held out of the EA Access Vault for this long, not even close to this long. Part of the reason for that was the World Cup. They wanted to get sales to capitalize on the World Cup, but I think... Now, what they're waiting for is, I would not be surprised if they put that into the EA Access Vault on the same day that Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 releases and try to steal a little bit of their thunder. Uh, but that just, um, we'll see if it happens. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there now. Otherwise, we've got Pro Evolution Soccer demo is already out. We got FIFA. We got some news on gameplay. We also got uh, some interesting, I think, uh, stuff for their kickoff mode. 
uh, fun little things you can do with that, which I think will actually prove worthwhile since the kickoff slash play now type of mode hasn't really been relevant in a long, long time, but they're doing something unique with it that I, I think could be a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, Rich, how are they lining up for you? Have you given Pro Evolution a try yet, or are you just waiting for the retail game like I am? I'm just going to kind of start fresh with it. Yeah, I, I actually don't want to play the demo because all it's going to do is just make me want to play the full game. I'm already getting the game, as everybody knows, day one. I'm going to get it on my PlayStation 4 because I can uh, relatively soon after the game load uh, comes out, load up the, the kits and the league number, uh, the league names and, and stadiums and stuff, at least for the Premier League. That's what I'm going to do. I love Pro Evo so much. Everybody who listens to the show knows that. But I'm, I'll tell you this, Brian. For the first time, I'm going to be really wanting to play with live rosters based upon the real world. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Everton, my the club that I support, has had a, just a tremendous changeover. Basically, half of the team is new and exciting. You know, one of their new signings last week in the opening round or the opening, you know, opening the league season opening match scored two goals. He's a 20 or 21-year-old from Brazil who they just signed a few weeks ago. Very exciting. And they, they've, like I said, they basically turned over close to half of the team, signed a couple of guys from Barcelona. I don't want to play uh, when Pro Evil comes out with the Everton that ended uh, pretty <laughs> mediocre at best. That roster ended last year's Premier League and I remember hearing people, you know, complain about Pro Evolution not doing a good job updating the rosters. Normally, I wouldn't really care. In fact, last year was the, the year that after Romelu Lukaku left, I was happy that Lukaku was still on Everton <laughs> because I was sad when he left because he was so fun to play soccer with in both FIFA and Pro Evo. This year, I'm the other on the other side. Like, I want uh, all my new guys there. And if it takes them... First of all, if I can't download them on day one, I'll be like, well, rats, that's not quite so fun. And then if it takes any sort of amount of time, like I'm not I'm going to be aware and like I'm going to be on this and it's different for me. And by the way, same thing with FIFA. Right. I presume FIFA is going to be right on top of it because they are always on top of it. And I'm pretty sure because uh, I played online with Everton a couple of weeks ago and they didn't they hadn't made any of these signings. All these signings just happened in the last couple, two or three weeks. I'm pretty sure I'm even you've even got like the real rosters now if you go to or you can at least download them. And if you play online, you, you have to play with them. So I'm I'm going to be tuned into that. But either way, I'm still getting Pro Evo Day 1. and I'm going to play it because it's it's the last couple of years just been so joyful for me to play. Mm -hmm. It's just a beautiful, fluid game. And uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. But I'm going to be paying attention to stuff I never had to pay attention to, or never really did pay attention to before for various reasons. Do you think with the month difference in release, do you think Pro Evolution picks up some uh, fans of the sport who yeah. maybe traditionally would have just taken FIFA? But, hey, you know, it's a, that's, a month is a considerable – you can get $60 worth out of a game in a month yep. if you still want to pick up FIFA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I think I think it will, uh, because people who love video game soccer want to play the newest, latest and best version of it. And this is going to be it. 
and they're going to get really miffed right away when they're playing with Merseyside Red and Merseyside White mm-hmm. in and you know in the English league instead of the Premier League, right? That those are that's a, just a it's a hard thing to get over, and that's why I spend the I don't know thirty to fifty five minutes or so going out to the Pez World site and getting the files and putting them on a on a USB and then loading the USB up on the PlayStation 4 and pressing the button and importing the stuff. And sometimes it works the first time. Sometimes it doesn't work the first time, right? And then you got to press a few more buttons a bunch of times. Like, it's, it sounds silly, It's but, you know, it's a pain in the neck to do it, but that's why I do it because the game is so good. It's just, man, the last couple of years has been so good. So, but, you know, I think that, yeah, that that's a good... I like that. I hope people are like, whoa, new Pro Evo? Yeah, I'm going to pick this up. Why not? Because they're going to love it. You know, whether or not you can get over the stadiums and the, the club names and all that is one thing. But when you're playing it, and there are some licensed clubs in there, and there are a few real stadiums. It's not like there's none, but there's not that many. Man, it plays so well. So hopefully a bunch of people see it and, and they're excited. You know, could it be 10,000? Could it be 100,000? Who knows? And but key, I think so. There will be people, Brian. I mean, you and I, oh, yeah. I've been rambling, but there will be people who will get it because like, oh, man, FIFA is another three weeks. No doubt. And the key, gotta be. the key, as we've talked about before, is first thing, you switch the control scheme to the one that mirrors FIFA. You have to. You have to. You absolutely have to switch it before you do anything else. Go to controller settings and switch it from default to two because two matches FIFA. If you don't do it, Oh my gosh! We, it yourself. should just be. There should be a sign on the box that says yeah. that. There, there really should. It's criminal how I struggled before. I like it's not coincidental, Brian, that my love for Pro Evo really happened when I I, I made that switch once and for all. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to shoot and pass with different buttons. I wonder if it's a, a traditional thing that they keep that default control scheme because it's just been theirs for for as long as it goes but or if it's like a legal thing where they would be seen as copying fifa if they just made that their default because <laughs> no, it would seem nothing. a smart smart move would be to replicate the fifa since it's played by a wider audience over a longer period of time yeah knowing nothing about the legalities i gotta believe that there's not a patent on a soccer you know control scheme on a controller that you know is is <laughs> readily available to to multiple multiple video games so i'm pretty sure it's just konami's you know it's not even konami right konami's a publisher i don't even know the name of the it's a konami studio that makes this game but it's them being them and just doing what they do like you know it's been it's been a few years, but we have had Pro Evolution, you know, the product managers on this show. It's out there. And, uh, you know, that Konami and, and the people who make Pro Evolution, I've interviewed them multiple times at E3. They're Japanese and they need Japanese translators and they have very, uh, very strong beliefs about a lot of things. And I can totally see them being like, this is the control scheme. And what we do, they yeah. they're, they're offering the second control scheme is probably even like somewhat of a peace offering, to be completely frank. And I don't know that I'm completely hypothesizing, but I could totally see that being the being the attitude. And God bless them. I mean, you know, it's their game. They can make it however they want to. Uh, you know, they only started doing Ultimate Team, you know, their version of Ultimate Team like two years ago for crying out loud. 
right? Every other game had been doing Ultimate Team or something like it for four or five years before they did. So God bless them, I say. Yeah, so I think that'll do it for this episode. We've gone long on the last two, so let's cut it here. Uh, but there's a lot more to come. I mean, so we like we said, there's NBA Live Demo, NBA 2K Prelude. Uh, the Golf Club is supposed to release at some point this month, so that would be either August 21st or 28th. Uh, they have not confirmed the date yet, but they claim that it is still on track to release on one of those dates. So we're going to have a lot. Uh, to talk about here along with pro evolution and 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 this is this is just the end of august that we're talking about here and then we roll into september when all these games are releasing uh which is always a chaotic time for us so there's a lot to come we'll probably have some extended episodes in future weeks uh until then rich gresham thank you very much for joining me to talk on this episode of the press row podcast and thank you everyone out there for listening we'll be back next week take care till then